Introducing Royal Caribbean's newest ship, Icon of the Seas, the ultimate family vacation. The ultimate six slides, eight neighborhoods, zero compromise vacation. The ultimate never done that, can't wait to do it vacation. The ultimate chillin' by a different pool every day of the week vacation. This is the Icon of Vacations. Icon of the Seas, arriving in 2024. Book today. Come seek the Royal Caribbean. Ships Registry, Bahamas. Survivor 46 is here and so is On Fire, the only official Survivor podcast. And we have a twist this season. The winner of Survivor 45, D. Vyadaris, will be joining us every week. We're going behind the scenes of the biggest moments, the how and the why things happen, and the strategy and analysis you can only get from someone like me, a Survivor winner. Listen to On Fire, the official Survivor podcast, wherever you get your podcasts. Turn up your volume. volume. Because you're about to listen to The Sick Podcast. With Tony Marinero. 55 seconds left in the penalty a minute and 27 seconds left in regulation time. Boston 4, Montreal 3. Lafleur coming out rather gingerly on the right side. He gives it into Lemaire back to Lafleur. The sickest Montreal Canadiens podcast. <laughs> you know, I, 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 there is a bomb. Sports entertainment like no other. Rejoint, on lui fait perdre la rondelle une passe devant. Et c'est la You found the dogs. John, you found the dogs. He found the dogs! And all together, they worked a young team to the top. And now, a 24th Stanley Cup banner will hang from the rafters of the famous forum in Montreal. The Canadians win the Stanley Cup! Brought to you by Energy Transportation Group. Driven to be different. TV. Embrace your true nature. And Playground. Your premier gaming destination. It's going to be sick. Marinero on this Thursday, November 30th. The Montreal Canadiens play their first game back after five on the road in which they had won three. But tonight they lose and they lose bad by a score of five to one to the Florida Panthers. Speaking of bad, Caden Primo, all five goals, all glove side. First, the book was out on Cristobal Huet a long time ago, and now it looks like the book may be out on Caden Primo, who at this stage of the season, right now, in the context that is, could not afford to have a bad game like this. The Canadians carrying three goalies, Primo getting an opportunity tonight. It was his opportunity to take advantage of it, albeit in difficult circumstances, back-to-back, travel included, going up against the Florida Panthers. But that was the challenge. And if he does well, maybe that's it for Jake Allen at some point this season. You know what? Maybe that's still it for Jake Allen at some point this season. But unfortunately for Caden Primo, he dropped the ball tonight maybe even drop the puck. It looked like there was a hole in his glove. It wasn't good. Feel bad for the kid, but you have to call a spade a spade. It was a bad night at the office for him. Very bad. It's a night where everything went wrong. I mean, the power play couldn't score again. Alex Newhook got hurt. There's so much to talk about. The Sick Podcast, I'm Marinaro, brought to you in part by Energy Transportation Group, La Bita TB, and Playground. Without further ado, I bring in former Montreal Canadian, Maxime Lapierre. Max? What's going on? Hello, Tony. 
Under the weather a little bit, uh, per? A, a little sick tonight, yeah. Are, uh, are the hoodies still sold out, or are you going to send me one soon? Uh, this one here, you tell me uh, whatever. If you know, if you want, I have a good idea, okay? Yeah. We can get uh, a hoodie for you. Okay. No matter which con- uh, no matter which color you want, okay? okay? We can put sick all the way at the top for the sick podcast, okay? Yeah. And then I sent Agnello and Sammy exactly what I want to put on the hoodie for you. It's funny Ooh. you're talking about this. I said, there we go. <laughs> <laughs> you put the picture, huh? Wow, you, uh, you were ready for my order. I love it. <laughs> tough. Yeah, I know. That's embarrassing. The PP was it was tough tonight. It was really tough. Okay. Um, yeah. it was we've bad. talked about it's this. Been, it's been bad for 10 games. 11 we've, games. We, we've talked about this. Uh, the power play has gone up and down. Yeah. Um, uh, at one point, they were one of the worst power plays in the league. I I took it to the power play, and I took it to your buddy Alex Burroughs pretty good. You came to his defense, and I know when you went on with a series of tweets talking about the players the Canadians put on the power play compared to the other teams. And I have to I have to say, uh, the, the the Canadians were definitely lacking elements on that power play. But then all of a sudden, they made some adjustments. They turned yeah. it around. The power play got hot to the point where. I think at one point they may have been 13th or 14th in the National Hockey League. They were actually 10th. They were 10th. Okay, there you go. Thank you. I stand corrected. I was going to say 10th, but anyway, I didn't. And now, in the last eight games, they're 0 for 22. 0 for 5 again tonight. 0 for 22 in the last eight games. Have you been able to put your finger on it? Honestly, I think it's... uh, and. There's a lot of things in in power plays. It's structure first, obviously. It's talent, like all these things. But tonight, for me, it's focus and work ethic. You cannot go on the power play being on a vacation. Like a power play is not two two minutes of easy hockey. You need to work for a loose puck. You need to work to keep the puck. Like it's like we have a tough time making two two passes in a row on the tape, and then we have a tough time taking a good shot. And as soon as we take one shot, it's over. The other team recover, recovers the puck, and it's out of our zone. That's not how you play a power play. Like if, and you know, we're joking a lot about that. And yeah. obviously, you think I'm defending Barrows because he, he's my friend, but it, it could be any. It, it could be Kurt Muller. It could be anyone. The reality is, you know if what? You, if you were if, defending him because he's your friend, I'd call you a good friend. Exactly. But you, let let's say you and I would sit here tonight, and we're taking a beer, watching every single power plays in in the league. It's pretty much the same same routine. It's it, there's so so many plays you can do. It's all it's pretty much the same plays for everything. It's just they execute faster. They're they're better players. They have better shots. They know they're better at doing a saucer pass. You know it. It's all about skills. You put your five best players on the ice, and that's all we got. Like I'm sorry, but we don't have much to offer. We can we can we can talk about structure. We can talk about the PK on the other side. We don't have the players Tampa and Colorado have. That is that simple. I got some stats for you. You ready? Yeah. Brendan Gallagher hasn't scored in his last nine games. Dvorak hasn't scored in his last 11. Monaghan hasn't scored in his last 13. Pearson hasn't scored in his last 18. Evans hasn't scored in his last 22. And, of course, Josh Anderson hasn't scored in 23 games. Yeah. Now it's me. Like, I I, I don't have to defend Alex Burroughs on this one. But yeah. they have six players who are like cold, like cold can be right now. They're cold. 
And so those guys, I mean, it's almost coming to the point where if they're on the power play and they have an open net, they're going to miss. I know, but it, I think it, it goes all the way. Like you think about the, the power play and five on five, you know, Tony, it's easy to be negative, but if you look, if you look at the whole season, we're three points behind the playoff spot and Savard is hurt. Kirby Duck is hurt. The power play doesn't work since 11 games. We have about five guys that didn't score. We have Josh Anderson that didn't score since March last year. Empty netter against Pittsburgh. When when you look at it, it's not that bad. Because you, you would think if Anderson had four, girl, four goals and Savard is in the lineup, maybe we're in the playoff spot right now. So it's easy to, like, if we take a step back, it's easy to be dramatic and say we're so bad we can't we can't win. But are we that far? Well, look, I'm going to tell you something, okay? I wanted this rebuild, and I want the rebuild to last longer. Some people around me, members of the media, members of the fan base, and I've been talking about this over the past couple of days, are starting to get a little bit impatient, you know? They're starting to, ah, okay, I got I enough of this rebuild, okay? Uh, look, there's going to be empty seats here, this, that, whatever, blah, blah, blah. I don't want to watch the games anymore and all that stuff, okay? Yep. Now, when they end up winning games, then all of a sudden these people are like, ah, oh, you see, you see, Tony, you're wrong. You see, they can make the playoffs. No, they can't. No, they can't. Who did they beat at the end? They went on the road. They played Los Angeles. They got obliterated. Los Angeles yep. is a good team. They played Boston. They got obliterated. Boston's yep. a good team. Tonight, they played Florida. They got obliterated. Florida's a good team. So who did yep. they beat? Who did they beat? They beat teams that was a 50-50 game that they, you know, because they're they're as weak as the Canadians. And yep. those three games that they won on that road trip could have gone either way. And 100%. so they, yes, they won them. They could have lost them. The other ones, they lost unanimously. And it just seems like also, Max, when it seems like the Canadians, when they they get blown out more so than other teams. And it seems like when the other team scores second to third, I see a lot of giving up. Yeah, it's a, it's a tough spot, but... I'm going to ask you a question and I'll answer your, your question after. Are we yeah. in the game? Are we in the game tonight if Montembeau is in that? Yeah. Exactly. Yeah, that, you're in the game. I think I think this is where the big issue is. We got to stop rotating three goalies. Not because Primo is bad. Primo has done some good stuff. Like he I cannot... still think they lose, eh, by the way. Yeah. Hundred percent because they didn't score enough goals, but I, I mean yeah. you're in the you're in the game because the the goals like there's at least three goals that are not supposed to go in tonight. Shots with no traffic, like, and at the end of the day, Allen and Montabo, they're veteran goalies. If they can just get in their zone and be in nets every two three nights like a normal team, then maybe they come in and they save some games. You know, like we got a stuff. I think like we talk about it at the beginning of the year. We understood the situation, but now the, the testing part is over. Like it's either we trade one or we send one in the minors and we risk losing losing that goalie to to, uh, to the waivers. That that's it. That's enough. Like we're I understand it's a rebuild, but at the same time, you need to give your team a chance to to compete every night. And I think that that is with veteran goalies. Yeah, I feel bad for Caden Primo, but let's be honest here. All five of them beat him glove side. Max, I agree with you 100%. I'm going to say two for sure, 1,000%. He should have stopped. I don't have a problem with you saying three. It could be three as well. But you're right. Shots with no traffic and just it looked like he his glove was too low. It looked like his glove should have been higher. It really looked like the Florida Panthers had the scouting report, the book on Caden Primo, 
because they were going there all night long and it looked like they were going there with conviction. Anyway, I would imagine we're going to see Jake Allen on Saturday night. I would imagine we're going to see him. And then, so what do you think they're going to do now? Because even in the chat right now, I'm looking at YouTube, Facebook, Twitter, chat, people are going nuts. They're saying it's enough of the three goalie system. They've had enough. Now you and I know Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at marines.com. That most likely what the Canadians would have liked to have done is drag this on to trade deadline and maybe end up trading Jake Allen at the deadline. Yeah. But right now everyone's having, they're, they're saying, okay, we've had enough. So what do they do? Do they do anything now with the three goalies? I think they don't care what we're saying, to be honest, but I, I, they have to do something. And I think if you're primo, they, they care. Let, what Let, no, but let's say let's say they're 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 showing off Primo. It, he's not proving that he's an NHL goalie. Like everybody's talking about Edmonton being in the building with scouts and all that. That's that's the goalie they want to try to win the cup. Like not a chance. Okay, so my option, if I'm a team that is contending, I'm I'm looking at Montembeau. I think that's the goalie that have the most upsides. If that's the way to say it, I think yeah. he's a big goalie. I think. Uh, talking to Roberto Luongo, he said it as well in the in the media today that he sees a number one goalie in the NHL. Like he's a good goalie, he's a he's a structure guy, and I think if he had the net as a real number one goalie, he would he would do a very good job. But you're asking me what to do with Primo? I, I honestly I don't think he's an NHL goalie. So, whoa! Well, he didn't look like it tonight. Let's be honest. Well, really every, like I'm not. I'm not saying he's bad, and I'm not destroying the kid. I'm saying he's a he's a good goalie, but I don't think he's an NHL goalie. He's not ready right now. Like I know he had like a good first and second period tonight, and yeah. he has done he has done that in the past. He has good start. I'm a little yeah. concerned about him being focused for 60 minutes. I, was, I always feels like in the second part of a game, he becomes a, like a risky, a shaky goalie. I don't so, know why. It's funny you say that because my evaluation of Primo is is that when you get to him upstairs, something goes on like a switch. It, it just he uh, he seems very affected when he gives up a bad goal and it ends up becoming two or three bad goals. And, um, you know, I, I remember talking to a scout who had followed Primo um, at Northeastern quite a bit. And his numbers were amazing in Northeastern, but this scout had followed Primo all the way up until Northeastern. And the scout said to me, um, the mental toughness is the question mark that I have. And, um, and, and tonight, I saw that. And versus Vegas, 
I saw that. When he had started well, and then the second he gave up a bad one, it just seemed like his game was over. Yeah. And that's but, and that's too bad. And you're right. Edmonton is not looking at Primo. The goalie no. Edmonton wants is Montembeau. The Canadians have a decision. They either trade him or keep him. I don't but, think you trade him. I think you... I think that would be a big mistake because in the worst case scenario, the worst case scenario is going to be a very, very, very good second goalie when you're ready to win. Well, it's going to be the worst case, worst case scenario. So I don't disagree with you, but first you have to tell me what Edmonton's willing to give up. If Edmonton wants to give up a draft pick for uh, for Montembeau, it's not happening. No. Right? But I mean, I have to see what they want to give up before I say no. Yeah, but, but what do right. they have to do to give up? Like they have uh, veteran players like... It, You're going to take Nugent Hopkins and with his whatever, how many years contract that he's, he's not going to yeah. be like as yeah, good signed, when it's time to win? Like He's signed for a gazillion years. A bad night for the Montreal Canadiens. Alex yeah. Newhook's injury. Newhook went down twice in tonight's game. Once he got slew-footed and the referee, by the way, didn't call it. The second time, he's taken the defenseman to the outside and it seems like his left ankle gets caught in the net. Yeah, badly. I yeah. think so. I would say ankle sprain or something like that for sure. That's uh, a, a little bit like uh, Harvey Pinal, the the, the yeah. same type of injury. That's uh, you know what, Tony? I think a high ankle sprain hurts more than when it's broken. It's it's really tough to deal with. And uh, again, a lot of injuries in Montreal. <laughs> Last year, the excuse was the the medical staff wasn't good enough, and we lost because we're always hurt. That's hockey. That's hockey, guys. There's injuries. Like the Panthers, yeah. Panthers on the other side, they played all year without their top two defensemen, and they just came back. Like they found a way to win anyway. You know. Well, I, I think injuries. You're right. It's par for the course. But at the same time, how do you treat those injuries, and do you take the necessary time in bringing the player back? And I think this year they said they want to take the necessary time before bringing the players back. But once again, I mean, this doesn't look good. New hook out. Um, if it's a high ankle sprain, what are we looking at? It it, it all depends, but it's going to be a long time. That's for sure. Not not the months, but I yeah yeah I, I hear would, you. I would assume three weeks, maybe for a month. Let's uh, I, let's. It, it all depends. Yeah, let's bring up the score sheet if we can. No goals in period number one and in period number two. This is what happens. Barkov. This was a bad pass by Gustav Lindstrom. Yep. Intercepted Risky. by Barkov. He takes off on a two-on-one and, of course, glove side. And then Sam Bennett. This yep. was this was the classic. Watching the game on television. And uh, I, I got this is good. This is good. I have to. Uh, I even wrote it down. I, I, I put it in my phone. Hold on a second. This was good. This was really something. It was. Um, so they're about to start the period. And uh, Pierre says to Mark, Mark, qu'est-ce que t'en penses? Honnêtement, j'aime la cadence. J'aime le niveau d'énergie à l'instant. J'aime le niveau d'engagement également. Eight seconds, boom, go. Yeah. <laughs> That's called, uh, you got to be ready to play. That is that simple. And Justin Barron wasn't ready to play on that one. I I think the old team's going to be ready. You know, Justin yeah. Barron stepped up on the on the guy, but one play cannot beat everyone on the ice. That's, that's right. my point, you know? Like, You're right. But to, to come back to uh, Lidstrom, Lidstrom's pass on the first goal. Yeah. He, he's a young guy, you know. He played a little yeah. bit in the NHL and all that. But the reality is I feel like I don't want to say that guys are not working because I, I think some guys are working hard, but they're playing careless hockey, you know. Like, And now the, the big mistake is a young guy. But if you look at Caulfield, 
if you look at a lot of veterans on the ice, they do those passes that you're like, why are you trying that? Like, why are you playing 50-50 hockey right now? Like, that's not all you win hockey games. It's not like a, a, a coin toss that uh, if my play is working, it's spectacular. If it doesn't work, well, too bad. You don't you don't play hockey that way. Like, you're, you were talking about the, the the power play. How many turnovers? Did we, we gave a two-on-one yeah. and a three-on-one on, on the first or second PP. I already told you why I think they're playing like this. You have a difference of opinion, and I respect it. But the fact that they've um, they've put the bar not high, pretty low. Uh, they did tell the players that they want to improve on a year ago, but they told them that they're still in a rebuild. They told them that what's important is the progression of the group and the progression of the players individually. Uh, there aren't there aren't a lot of repercussions, Max. So I'm going to give you one repercussion that happened tonight. Okay. Yeah. Josh Anderson has gone 0 for 23. He hasn't scored a goal this season, okay? Yeah. And tonight on game 23, tonight, yeah. he was taken off of the power play. Yeah. Tonight. You probably would have taken him off a long time ago. I probably would have yeah. taken him off a long time ago. Not that I'm I like this game tonight, though. Yeah, yeah. tonight his game was good. I, I got you. Yeah. I hear you. But once again, the repercussions were what? I mean, the fan base, everyone's been asking for him to be taken off the power play. It's about seven games now. So what are what are the repercussions? I mean, which veteran has been benched? Which Armia. veteran has been? Uh, Army is easy to bench. They sent them to Laval twice. Yeah. Before the season started, he was sent to Laval. So which veteran has been benched? Which veteran has been a healthy scratch? Who who ends up getting benched? Yulinen? Pazetta? It's easy to do. I mean, I can sit Yulinen and Pazetta. Well, there's a few a uh, few things here, Tony. First of all, if you're, it's a business, right? Like if you're trying to trade Anderson, let's say you're trying to trade him, yeah. you're not gonna you're not gonna get a good value out of it if you're benching him. You need to find a way to wake him up. Like you need to find a way. You're hoping that he's gonna score. You're trying him on the power play. Maybe he scores one, and his confidence comes back. Whatever. You cannot just show the other teams that man he's struggling. He's struggling badly. You know, like you're you're hoping that he's gonna play like tonight. Tonight, I don't care if he didn't score. He fought. He was hitting first shift. He gave a big hit. The guy who was mad gave him a cross check power play for the Canadians. That's how he needs to play. He needs to make space for his teammates. Like we're all focused on he's not scoring. Hey, yeah. Honestly, you're unlucky if you didn't score for that many games because. It can hit your pants and go in the in the net. I don't know, but he's you know what? It's not just about effort and skills. Yeah. Like fourth liner, like Kovacevic has four goals in seven games. You know, <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, yeah, it they just don't go in. What what is he gonna do? Like he he hits the post. He has breakaways tonight. He's on a breakaway. Did an unbelievable play. Flip the puck when between two D's. He's falling. He's supposed to have a penalty shot. No penalty shot. You know, like. Yeah. It's a tough season. That happens. Max, I think it was last night or the day before I said, okay, listen, the problem that I have with Josh Anderson is, all right, he hasn't scored a goal all season, but he's not leading the Canadians in hits at no point, right? Even Slavkovsky yeah. has had games where he's had the most hits on the Canadians. And yeah. so I either want Anderson to have the most hits and or the most shots or be top two or top three in both those categories on the team. Tonight, he led everyone with five hits, and it wasn't even close. So for that, yep. you know what? I'm okay. I wish you. By the way, he didn't have a shot in the game, which is really unfortunate. But five hits, the fight that he didn't go looking for, 
but the guy should have never have fought him because you could tell he's like he's got this built-in rage that it's 23 games he didn't score he, <laughs> he was, was beating <laughs> he was beating up Brian Reeves tonight if he was going to fight yeah no that was uh that was a good fight and that's what he brings you know he should just play like Brendan Gallagher when he was younger you know and he's still playing good this year but he just that's the impact we want go to the net screen the goalie finish some hits disturb a little bit and then when the goals are going to come you know like then you're going to play with Suzuki Caulfield and make some space with with them and nobody will expect you to score that's it and you're asking me why nobody goes in the stands or on the bench it's because there's nobody to to take their spot there's nobody that will take his spot and is going to do better there's nobody in this team dominating right now so if you have a young guy that is and I know you're going to think, oh, yeah, but Ilanen is playing great and all that. No, he's playing good, but he's not playing good enough to steal a, a spot in like on his first two lines. Or Yeah. And you know what I mean? Like, who, who are they going to put? They're going to punish him to put a Pizzetta? That What message are you sending? Like, you know what I mean? So um, I've been saying over the last little while, I don't know if Jaden Struble and Arbor Jack, I can coexist on the same team. Uh, but I think Struble's been playing well. Yeah. And I thought that Jack Guy actually took a step back this season compared to a year ago. But when you're coming back from a five-game road trip, and I don't have the stats in front of me, but you know, Max, as a player, they say that the first game back is usually a difficult one. Yeah. But when you're coming back from a five-game road trip and you're playing two and two, travel included, you lost the night before, you get in late or early in the morning, you need a guy that's going to bring some emotion. And Josh Anderson, we just talked about him. He's the only one who brought that emotion tonight. There yeah. was no one else who could bring that emotion. And I thought that Jaden Struble tonight was a nice opportunity for him playing in his first game at the Bell Center to go out and try and change that momentum of the hockey game with a hit. You know, everyone says he's a Greek god. He's probably the best athlete on the team. He has the yeah. best body. This guy is a brute force. Getting engaged is a moment worth cherishing. A one-of-a-kind ring that you design at Blue Nile can help your love sparkle. Just choose your diamond and setting. When you've found the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Finding the right engagement ring can be nerve-wracking. At Blue Nile, you'll have the expert guidance needed and a diamond guarantee that ensures you're getting the highest quality at the best price. Cherish all of life's moments and save up to 30% at BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. It's only a kick. A jump, a block, it's only a serve, it's only a tackle, a run, it's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. Tonight would have been a nice opportunity. Finishes the night. Zero hits. Now. You know, it's his first game at the Bell Center. He was probably nervous as nervous yeah, can be. For sure. But I, you know what? I like him as a player. And you're right. Like, you have to do as much as you can to stay in the lineup when you're a young guy. But, like, when you look at him, when you look at our defense core, like, we're, we're fine in the future, man. We've been talking about the same Ds all year. We never really mentioned that this guy, Struble, he's, he's a great player. I think he's going to be solid. And now I'm hearing, like, funny stuff and... All over, <laughs> all over about Jack Eye is done because Trouble is better and we cannot have both in the lineup. Come on, guys. If we have two solid defensemen that, that are tough and they hit, we're, we'll take them because it's been a long time. We didn't have yeah. a tough third pair, you know, like we have yeah. 
when you go and you're ready to win games and Gouley is your stud and you have a offensive quarterback on the power play, you need those guys that are hitting in the back. And, and let's they, not forget, the year the Canadians made it to the Stanley Cup final a couple of years ago, there were three big, strong defensemen who would block shots, hit, make players on the other team pay the price in front of the net. And they, you know, and they were paired with three puck movers. Yeah. So you had three puck movers and you had three big, strong guys. So, yes, they probably can coexist on the on the same team. You're right about that. He is a good player. It's true. But, Max, I like offense, okay? I grew up with offense. I yeah. grew up with Lafleur. I saw Lafleur on the decline, yeah. on the decline, and he was my idol. When I saw him, he was, like, almost finished, 80, 81, 82, and he was my idol. I liked offense. After Lafleur, I liked Naslin. After Naslin, I liked Richet. After Richet, I, I liked, uh, you know, Kovalev. I've, I've said this story a million times, and, like, now, like, I like Caulfield because, you know, I think he's going to score 40 goals and maybe even 50 one day, one year. But this is the problem I have. Like you're going through this rebuild and you want to be, you know, the goal is to be very competitive for as long as possible, but you need to do with elite talent up top. You know, you're talking to me about how deep they are in the back end. I agree with you, Max. I still think there's something missing up top, Max. I still think there's something missing up top. You mean, I mean the only, yeah, the only guy who can score goals is Caulfield, Max. We, we, we're missing a lot, Tony. We're missing a lot. We're missing. I, I'm sorry, but we have great players, but I don't think we have those elite, top-notch players that are gonna get, change their game. I don't think we have that. Like Caulfield is gonna score a lot of goals, but we don't have a Barkov. We don't have a Patrice Bergeron. We don't have a Kapitar. We don't have a Jonathan Thays. We don't have these type of players that can win by themselves. Just by the way they they act on the ice, their their leadership. Like I'm not saying we don't have leadership, but We have good players. That's it. Like, we don't have anything special. And we have two of them so far, like Caulfield, Suzuki. Like, you're looking at pure skills, and that's it. Like, we, we're missing a lot of players. Like, everybody, like, we, we were all over, like, how good Monahan was at the beginning of the year. Where is he now? You know, you know like, what is he doing on the ice that's so special? You know, and we need... Way, we, this yeah. is why I maintained, yeah, okay, if you can get him at a three-year deal affordable, okay, But at the end of the day, I was always trading him. I'm, I'm trading Monaghan because, look, it's it's easy, for, once again, to look at him at his best and say, hey, he can help us. Yeah. By the time the Canadians are going to be very good, yeah. he's going to be 33 and 34 and on the decline. Like, he's he's 29. They're going to be very good in four years. He's going to be 33. At yeah. 33, how good is he going to be? I don't yeah, know. He's the, the last the, of my concern, like, Right now, we need to start drafting the right way, Tony. Like we, We've been talking about it for tw 10, 12 years. Like It's enough. We need to draft for three three things. Speed, size, character. I don't want to hear anything about stats and this guy was unbelievable in NCAA or he scored 60 goals in the queue. I want those three attributes. Kachuk style. You know, these type of players. Like they, You need guys that can win when the guy the game is on the line, when it's tight. We, we don't care if you score 60 goals, but you don't block shot and you're scared to take a hit. We don't. We can't draft these guys anymore. Like I that, got a, That's I enough. Got a, yeah, I got a question regarding Suzuki, right? Everyone knows he's one of the best players on the team, if not the best. Everybody yeah. knows that. But in your opinion, and I don't know if it matters, I'm going to ask you if you think if you think it matters or not. 
Would you like to see him get upset like a little bit more often? Like we know that his main strength is that he's even keel, right? His main strength is that he's cool as a cucumber, this guy. But every now and then, would you like to see him or that doesn't matter to you? Because I'm sure he has it inside, right? But no, I think, I think he's, you know what? I think he's a, he's a good leader, but you're, you're right in a way. Like I would, I, I would like him to, to get angry, but you see it sometimes like he gets hit turns around, gives a little slash or a little cross check. And, you know, like, I'm not saying he's a tough guy or he plays, like, with, with sandpaper, but the reality is, and that's something you probably heard before, but he's kind of in the same spot than Saku Koivu. You know, like, he was a good hockey player, but probably would have been a good second center in a, in a, in a great team. And he always had that pressure to be the big guy, like the first center, captain, everything is on you, and we need you to score 50 goals, 100 points, and be plus 50 and win the Stanley Cup. doesn't work like that. Like, put put him like in Edmonton behind uh, McDavid. He's going to be a great center. Like, he doesn't have all that pressure in the world. He's going to play on the second PP, and he's going to look phenomenal. I'm not saying he's a bad player. Don't, don't get me wrong here. All he's right. a great player. He's really skilled, but he's sorry, he's not in the right chair. All right. Can Kirby Doc end up being in that number one chair, in your opinion? Can he play 40 games? Well, uh, he's going to have to play 40 games. I, 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 it's my, my answer sucks, but I cannot even evaluate him. Like, can, can, can you just play 82 games so I, I can see what he can do in the NHL? Like, he's a great player. He's a big, I think he was playing great before he got hurt. I was seeing like the little bit of Ryan Getzlaff is the, in the way he was going in the corners and getting out with the puck and a great set of skills, but he's always hurt. I'm sorry. Well, he played 58 last year. 58 games at his age is not a lot, Tony. He played 70 the year before. You're right. He's had he's had three injuries that have really set him yeah. back in the last four years. He's had three injuries, and this guy this guy was this, the. He gets injured a lot. He got injured at Team Canada at the World Junior Camp. Remember, he wasn't able to play the, uh, the hey, tournament. Don't get me wrong. That's not his fault. Like, that yeah. happens. Like, sometimes it's just bad luck. And, like, yeah. the, the last hit he got, that's a bad luck. But, hey, we, we need players, Tony. Who did you like tonight? I thought Kovacevic was good. And not because he scored, but I didn't notice major mistakes. There was a lot of giveaways from a lot of other players. And, by the way, I thought Caulfield was pretty good tonight. That goal that Kovacevic scored, yeah. that's yeah. some great playmaking by him. Okay, Caulfield, you know what? You were talking about Suzuki getting mad. Caulfield got mad in the third. Like, the way he was skating and he took control of the, well, not of the game, but he, of himself. Like, he played really well. He was skating. Yeah. I think uh, Slavkovsky, I think, are you, start, are, are you starting to see it? Because yeah. I'm seeing it. Like, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. It's a... It's a, it's a Tonight, I don't think it was there for Slavkowski, but it wasn't there for anybody tonight for the most no, part. No. But I've loved Slavkowski's last six or seven games prior yeah. to tonight. Like, love them. Like, especially last night in Columbus, there were a couple of shifts, him and Caulfield. I, I thought they, they were controlling everything. Yeah. There was one huge hit. I think it was yeah. Slavkowski on Provorov. I'm not sure, but I think it was Provorov. But at the beginning of the season, it looked like everything went too fast for him. He, he was rushing shots and he would fumble the puck. Now it looks like everything has slowed down. Yeah. It, he's and patient. the way he's moving, it's actually, it's, it's, I'm seeing everything in slow motion, yeah. you know, and it's really good. Tonight he found that a puck in close, unfortunately for him, but 
look, I really and and look, I'm I'm one who said that I don't have to see the rest of their careers. I'm gonna go with Logan Cooley being the better hockey player over Slavkovsky. Not to say Slavkovsky. I'm just I'm just going with Logan Cooley over him, right? I think Grant McCag pointed it out in the last seven or eight games. Slavkovsky has been much better than Logan Cooley. Like it's not even close. Like it's you, not even close. Like you think we drafted him first overall just because we were he was big. Like he's he's a good player. Like there's a reason why there's so many scouts and they they look at every single game and they relook at the games at night. Like he's a good player, Tony. Now I think he's at the stage that he's he's confident. Like the last six, seven games, I think it's time for for the coaching staff to go see him and say, "Hey, buddy, when you're on a two on one, shoot the puck. Enough of looking for Caulfield or yeah. a veteran player. Like shoot the puck. Like he's a good shooter. Now he's he's got to stop being generous. And I understand yeah. his position. When you're you're a young guy, like you want to you want to be nice with the veterans and you want to take care of them and show that you're a good guy. Shoot the puck. He's like he like on that shift. Like he did well in his zone." skated well he actually was clapping his stick on the ice to get a pass went on yeah. a two-on-one shoot it and score but you deserve it hey by the way uh early this morning anthony martino of tv Aspar, he tweeted out something on slavkovsky did you see it nope slavkovsky five on five five on five with the canadians this year okay yeah for assists for points, and for hits. Do you know where he is on the team? Five on five? Yeah. I would say top three. Second in assists, fourth in points, fourth in hits. I would have never thought that. He's because 19 years old. Because obviously we take a look at their points, but we don't know when the points are five on five and the points are power, unless we, we, we end up breaking it down, right? Yeah. But I would have never thought that Slavkovsky, five on five, is second in assists, fourth in points, and fourth in hits on the Canadians. 19 years old. That's why That's why we need to be patient. You know, like, we need to stop looking at stats. We need to stop looking at mistakes. He's a good player. Let's give him time. And even if he's playing that really well right now, give him five years. <laughs> like, it, not five years, but three to four years. Like, it's, it's a long process. Like, the next step is he's going to be playing well and he's going to be on the first PP and he's going to be nervous to be there for the first time. He's going to be nervous. So you're going back one step back. You're taking two steps forward. That's, that's what it is to be a young guy. Hey. Just look, Hey, Tony, just look at yeah. the, 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 the kid on the other side. What's, uh, uh, what's his name? He was in Buffalo and he's uh, top scorer in Florida. Sorry. I got a, a blonde memo. Hoover Higgy. No, no. The, the other guy, the right winger with Barkov. Does Monday at the office feel like a storm? Not with Microsoft Copilot. That feeling when Copilot gets everyone up to speed instantly? It's sunny again. When Copilot simplifies complex data so your teams can act, that sun's shining on a beach. And when Copilot uncovers hidden insights, you're on that beach with your people and you find buried treasure. That's Microsoft Copilot. Learn more at Microsoft.com slash AI for all. This episode is brought to you by Hyperice, the leader in advanced warm-up and recovery technology. They have tons of innovative products, like Venom-heated wearables to help soothe sore back muscles, Normatec compression boots to speed up recovery and increase circulation, and Hypervolt massage guns to improve mobility. Loved by athletes like Naomi Osaka and Erling Holland. 
Try them yourself. Get 10% off your order with the code MOVE at hyperrice.com. You're going you're gonna to find it. Just Bennett. It up. Bennett. No, 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 yeah, yeah. not Bennett. <laughs> Reinhardt. 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 Sam yeah. Reinhardt. Pardon me. Sam Reinhardt. He, he became the player he was supposed to be when he was 25, 26 years old. Yeah, you're right. You know, like, yeah. how good is he now? Like, yeah. Let's be patient. Yeah. Hey, if your buddy, um, if your buddy Burroughs would give you a call, all right? Yeah. Once again, you guys played together in Vancouver. And at one point when I was picking on the power play, we were at TVA Sports. You and I, we were sitting down on the sofas next to uh, one of the studios. And you said to me, you said, you know, Tony, you think I defend them because of my buddy. I'm going to tell you something. You said to me, game seven, Vancouver, Boston, Stanley Cup final. And I see Alex Burroughs going up to the Sedins and saying on the power play, you go here, you go here, I go there. We do this, we do that. And Sedins are listening to everything Alex Burroughs is saying. At that moment, I knew. This guy knows what he's talking about in a power play. And if he can coach the Sedins, he can coach what they have here in Montreal, right? Yeah. So I think it's a nice story that you told me because it made me reflect, right? So anyway, so we share it here on the Sick Podcast tonight. But if your buddy Burroughs would give you a call tomorrow, hey, Max, comment ça va? Hey, Alex, ça va bien, toi? Hey, ça va bien. La vie est belle, oui, oui, la vie est belle. And you're going to say to him at one point, hey, Alex, the power play, though, okay? What would you tell him? Would you would you would you give him your opinion? Or if you if so, would you give him an advice? Like, is there something that power play you would do with it differently? What would you tell him? Uh, there's, I don't know honestly. I would start by saying you owe me forty bucks from the last card game we played on the plane. The the last uh, the last oh, year in Vancouver. Right, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm just kidding. But uh, honestly, it's it's a tough spot because I don't even know which player could do better. You know, like it's not like we have tons of options. What I would like to see is maybe a, a, a different setup. I would like to see Suzuki. We we actually we seen it a little bit tonight. Suzuki was goal line on Caulfield's side, which which I think I would like Caulfield and Suzuki to to move around a little bit in in their corner. So mm -hmm. sometimes you have Caulfield one timer. Sometimes he can walk in and shoot the puck. He can also pass goal line to Suzuki that can hit Monahan back door or another lefty that I wish was Slavkovsky in in the slot. That's That's the setup I would do, but so you just said it. Then you would tell him, Alex, why don't you put Slavkovsky in the power play, man? Yeah, but then, then you know what, Tony? Like it's it's not that simple. Like we're always mad about stats and results, but I'm always gonna come back, and it's gonna be a boring answer. But we don't have the staff. We don't have the staff. It's that simple. Like I think what I'm gonna start doing is sitting with you and show the exact same plays we're doing here in Montreal with the top 10 power plays in the league. And you're going to see, okay, they're doing the exact same thing, but they execute. It's it's that simple. You know, like if me and you were going tomorrow at the at the rink here and we're shooting from the same spot, you're never going to yeah. hit the spot I'm going to hit. It's, it's sad, but that's reality. We need players. We don't have players. Do we have an actual real, real? No, we have one. We have Caulfield, I think, and Suzuki, but... Of course, we're missing we're missing three superstars on the power play. That's it. Like it's that no, well, no, you, you, not every team has five superstars on the power play. Most yeah, name don't. me name me one team that doesn't have five superstar on the power play. Five superstars on the power play. Uh, superstars. It, it depends what what a superstar is for you. But like, let's say for example, you look at Tampa, right? Well, Tampa Tampa's easy, but I mean, okay, if Col I, Colorado. 
Okay, Colorado's da- got Dallas, Dallas. All right, give me Columbus. Besides oh, uh, Johnny Hockey and Patrick Liney. Can we can we talk about like serious hockey players, like serious team? I mean, like teams no, that no, are I understand. But if you're going to give me great teams, the Canadians are in a rebuild, Max. When you're in a rebuild, usually your team yeah, is but not stop, very stop good. Stop asking me about why the power play is not working. Then <laughs> like no, you're no, doing a listen, rebuild. Listen, Max. Here's the deal about coaching. You know this, right? The difficult thing about coaching, right? Yeah. It, it, there's a difficult thing about it, is that you as a coach are expected to overachieve with what you have. And then when you do, okay, he's doing the job. That's true, though. Because if you believe that they don't have, they're missing too many elements not to have a good power play, and they end up finishing with the worst power play in the league, and you say, well, yeah, it's normal. They don't have the pull. Then I don't need a power play coach. Uh, I don't need one. I know, Tony, but that's that's reality. We don't have the players. What what is he going to do? What what miracle strategy is he going to do? You cannot steal a goal. We don't have the players, Tony. Like, it's that simple. Well, the entry plan has to change, I think. The entry uh, is not bad, Tony. That's a lie. Like, they they enter the zone. Well, now with Newhook hurt, uh, they just lost a guy that enters the zone. Because usually what they do is they'll use Suzuki in the first wave of the power play, and they'll use Newhook on the second wave of the power play, and there's the drop-back pass. Yeah, name me a team that doesn't do the drop-back pass. They all do it. Every single team. Well, it's 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 one. Some teams enter like that. Other teams will dump it in and go for it. But other teams yeah, will just yeah. I, I know Tony, but the reality is there's so many plays that you can do. You know, so let's say they don't do the drop pass. Okay. Yeah. The team is gonna look on the video and they're gonna they're gonna find a structure to make sure you won't enter the zone. You know what I mean? My my um my little thing with the power play, I find that they move the puck but they don't move their feet. I find the guys stay in the same spot too often. You talked about the Tampa Bay power play before. Yes, they have some set plays. Everyone knows which one it is, right? Headman gives the puck to Kucherov on the half wall. Kucherov looks like he's going back to the point. Instead, he ends up going to Braden Point in the slot, and Point shoots right away. It's a set play. We know it, right? But at times, when that's not working and they take it away, all of a sudden, Kucherov finds himself on the other side, all of a sudden, Brady Point finds himself on the side of the net. There's feet moving all the time. The Canadians, I find, are static but, more often. You than know, I, I, I've seen something on the on X tonight that the Canadians have the worst power play since 2018. If you combine all the seasons together, they're last in the NHL. So we all agree that's not the coaching, right? Since 2018, yeah. We had great guys behind the bench since 2018. It never worked. We don't. We're gonna have players one day. Caulfield is gonna be in the spot with Suzuki, Slavkovsky. Uh, but you know what that was? You know what that was? And, that was a guy. lot of. That was a lot of patching every year, not wanting to rebuild, and not end up having elite talent. Like during those years, right? Uh, Toronto tanked one year, and yeah. they got Matthews. Um, and, um, you know, Washington got Ovechkin at one and, and, uh, Pittsburgh got Malkin at two and Crosby at one and, and Colorado got Nathan McKinnon at one. If you don't end up either tanking or winning the lottery, look at Chicago, right? I'll bet you Chicago is going to have a great power play in a couple of years. Why? Because they got Bedard and Bedard's going to end up scoring 50 goals per season, right? So 
That's yeah. what happens too. You need to. Yep. Yeah, there's, I, an, there, there's another thing you can do though, Tony. You can open the bank account and go get a player like Panarin, like the Rangers did, you know. At one point, it's okay to be in a rebuild, but you can also go sign your superstar a little earlier than supposed. Teams have to yep. want to come to Montreal, though. It, it's a lot easier for Panarin to go to New York and Petrangelo to go to Vegas than yep. somebody to come to Montreal. I mean, in Montreal, I yeah, mean, but the, you, you're gonna have you're gonna side, have to pay him more. That's yeah, it. But, you're gonna have to make that take that decision. If the guy is worth 10, pay him 12. We need one. When's the last time there was a superstar here? Okay, so if you were playing agent. today, if you were playing today, forget about you being from Montreal, okay? Because yeah. your heart is here, okay? But yeah. let's just say Maxim Lapierre was born in, uh, I don't know, you were born in uh, Edmonton, okay? Or you were born in Connecticut, okay? In yeah. the States. If you were an unrestricted free agent, yeah. and Anaheim wanted you, yeah. LA wanted you, Dallas wanted you, Florida yeah. wanted you, Tampa Bay wanted you, New York wanted you, Boston wanted you, and the Canadians. Let's just say you're a very good player. Everybody yeah. wants you. For two million more in Montreal, you're going to take Montreal over any of those places? Maybe not, but... Man, no, say, sir. What are you going to do in Montreal? Besides besides the, the, the picture, the video of the, of the guy on Instagram going around that he went into Verdun Beach... And he went to wet his, his his kneecaps or something. Who like who like we don't have we what do we have? We don't have a beach. We yeah. don't have an ocean. Can, we got orange cones. We, we got traffic. We, we're can, losing our lanes for bike lanes. Can we at least try? Can we at least try to, to sign the kids to sign a superstar? <laughs> like what am I supposed to do now, Tony? The power play doesn't work. We cannot sign anyone. I'm going to sleep. Like can I go now? <laughs> I know what you're saying, man. It look it's 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 the easy thing to say. Montreal, the city of Stanley Cup champions, the Canadians, uh, you know, the history, this, that, but the tax situation and the weather and the media and the pressure and the this and the, the players don't want to come play for the Montreal Canadiens. I mean, it hurts me to say that, but I mean, let's, you know, then you better draft the right way. I, you know, I think there could be a change with Marty St. Louis here. I mean, all the players that like, I talked, like they all love Marty, right? You know yep. that, right? Maybe maybe that could be the turning point here. But, you know, they can love Marty, but... Well, he did. you know what, Tony? Like, it didn't work like it was supposed to work. Like, like, a guy like Johnny Hockey, he went to Columbus. Everybody was expecting him to go, like, in the big markets. Like, he decided, I'm going to play for the Blue Jackets. You know? I would never be able to endure that cannon. 41 games per year. If, I played, uh... if I played in Columbus... With that cannon going off, because every time it goes off and I'm watching the game on television, I'm jumping out of my seat. Like, if I played for that team for fear of the cannon going off, I think I'd miss the net on purpose. We're, uh, we're lucky they didn't have great teams <laughs> since they're in the league. Because it was, <laughs> Imagine if it wasn't Tampa. <laughs> Max, always a lot of fun talking with you. It's the Canadians and the Detroit Red Wings in a couple of days. And um, you're going to be working for TVA, I would imagine, right? TVA yes, Spot, right? 100%, okay. yeah. I will probably see you there because I have tickets to the game this Saturday and I'm going to go with my son, I think. Come say hi. And by All the right. way, for, for the people wondering where I have the, the ugly wall behind, I'm moving. So sorry about that. It's going to be uh, nicer in a few weeks. Well, uh, of course, of course, you're moving. You sold La Poche Bleu for billions, and now you're moving. No, no, but I'm going back to my house. I'm renovating, but right now I'm in, I'm somewhere. Oh, else. you're renovating. Okay, so you didn't sell the house to buy a new house. You're renovating no, no. the house. Yeah, yeah. I'm never. Too many great moments on the other side, so I'm staying here. Yeah. If you don't mind me asking, what uh, what neck of the woods are you in? 
And Brossard, do you want the address too? Or no, no, no. You don't okay. have to give the address. No, you're gonna have a bunch of... <laughs> oh, you're in Brossard, eh? Yeah. Just, uh, uh, yeah, okay. I moved there. I moved there when they build a practice ring. Okay. And my buddy Guillaume is he's a little bit further, is he not? Saint Silaire. Saint Silaire. Yeah. We're oh, trying really? to be far like as far as we can from each other because we're yeah. always together. So a little breaks and you know, like it's always good. He's Max Lapierre, co-owner of La Poche Bleu, or uh, what, you're still owner or previous owner because you sold her. How does it work? Yeah, you're what am I now? now? Like uh, the, the the creator? Like you're employee now, or what, what's the story? Yeah, I'm an employee now. He's Max Lapierre of La Poche Bleu. We'll talk to you soon, Max. Merci <laughs> beaucoup. You guys. Ciao, ciao. All right, there you have it. That was a lot of fun. Uh, let's go to Agnello and Sammy and Master Control. It's it seems like it's been the longest time since I brought them up, and because they're a little bit under the weather. They're probably going to be really upset at me that I'm saying this. So in five, four, three, two, there they are. Hey, oh, man, what's going on? What, what is that? Is that is that uh, Kleenex? Is that the tissue yeah, paper in yeah, your hands? Or yeah, yeah, we're both sick tonight. Oh, really? Eh? So how long has that been going on for? A couple of days now? A couple of days. Yeah? yeah. You're going to be okay? Hopefully. Should be. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, good. I'm happy to hear it. Yeah. Uh, wow, that's a nice fridge in the back. Like it, eh? Wow, look at that. A bit of DB stock. Look at that fridge. You might get one soon. I, I would think that I would need one pretty soon. Yeah, like right, like right over here, back here. Look, look, look at this. Look at this. Oh, that's a nice mic. Yeah, nice mic stand. Yeah. Yeah, you got a nicer mic than me. This is good. This is good. You got a fridge that I don't have, a mic stand that I don't have, a bunch of jerseys. Mic stand, this mic stand, we have to get you one. It's amazing. Yeah, thank you. I would appreciate that. Thank you very, very much. Hey, listen, what you feel like taking calls tonight or what? What's the story with you? too late that's uh it's an hour already it's oh, it's an hour already yeah. okay so listen we don't want okay. you to work overtime okay so long story short it's not an hour it's 51 minutes and you're gonna say that yeah hold on let with me and let you have to be on it listen it's okay people are watching they just want honesty right yeah. you're under the weather yeah. sammy's under the weather yeah. and it would be great if we can finish the show tonight so you can take some medication or do whatever you can Exactly. Go to bed, have a good night's sleep. Tomorrow we're back, and exactly. that's it. Exactly. Okay. Well said. Okay, very, very good. So on that note, um or the Cavalaros. Yes. So why don't we do this? Special thanks to Max Lapierre. Um, La Bitta TB, brewed in Quebec, a winner of a dozen international awards, offers quality microbrewery beers made with premium ingredients for everyone's taste. Embrace your true nature. Uh, I talked to you about Playground. Don't miss Playground's anniversary series from December 7th to the 18th with over $1 million in guaranteed prize pools, including a $400,000 guaranteed main event. Join us celebrating 13 years as the premier poker destination. Visit playgroundpoker.ca for details. And, of course, Energy Transportation Group. Energy Transportation Group, a leading full-service logistics provider serving all of North America. They are driven to be different. I want to give a shout out as well, if I can, uh, to sportbuffshop.com. Use code SICK10 for 10% off on all of their items uh, for all your sports licensed apparel, hoodies, caps, t-shirts, your favorite teams, all major leagues, all of that stuff. Hey, we hope you liked it with Max LaPierre. Once again, uh, if you liked it, like it, share it with your friends, comment SICK, S-I-C-K, S-I-C-K. Leave us a five-star review on Apple if you can. For Agnello and Sammy, under the weather and master control, their Cavallaro, wishing them all the best so they could be 100% come tomorrow. Have a good night, everyone. I'm Marinero. Hey, five goals. Glove side. 0 for 5 on the power play. 
0 for your last 22 on the power play? Haven't scored a power play goals in eight games? I ask you, and I leave you with this. Is this a joke? And that's a wrap. Hope you don't miss us too much until next time. Follow the Sick Podcast with Tony Marinero on YouTube, Instagram, Facebook, Google Play, and Apple Podcasts. The Sick Podcast is brought to you by Energy Transportation Group. Driven to be different. La Vida TV. Embrace your true nature. And Playground, your premier gaming destination.